0: You <Sýst> What's up you guys, welcome to the new year. I can't believe it's already January the 12th and this is my first time speaking to you all. I've been so busy kicking off this year but I'm so excited of what's to come. I went ahead and started this year's um, first episode as my very first interview that I had with Dominique Davis, an independent author and I had an opportunity to sit down and speak with her about her debut novel. It's nonfiction, and it is called You Say Killer, I Say Daddy, a 10-year-old's perception of abandonment and self-discovery. So go ahead, sit back, relax, and tune in as we discuss this book and more. Thank you for joining us today, Dominique. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am well. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Just tell us your name, um, if you use a pen name, where you're from, all the goods.
1: Okay, I'm Dominique Davis. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, born and raised. I use my name, Dominique Davis. (laughs) I actually didn't think of a pen name until after I published, and I was like, "Mm, oh well, Dominique (laughs) Davis.
0: Okay, okay, cool, cool. So born and raised right here in Detroit. Um, when and why did you actually be in writing?
1: I I started writing early on when I was like in,
0: a teenager, but I didn't
1: realize as a child that this could possibly be a career for me. It was just something I did. Mm-hmm. It took me to um, become a nurse and realize that I had more to offer to the world, and I just started writing
0: Okay, awesome. So you said, nurse is not enough. I have more to offer this world. It a broader platform. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. Now, um, I know you said it came from teenage years. When did you actually c- first consider yourself a writer? Was for it? You know, it took
1: a while to sink in. Even now, when I see my books on different platforms, I'm like, oh my God, I'm actually an author. But when I started writing, I did not accept that I was an author until I got officially published, but once I put in my mind and started giving myself deadlines, then I said, okay, this is serious. I'm actually a writer, and I wrote on a schedule, and I gave myself deadlines until the book was finished, and it took me probably about a year when I consistently stuck to the schedule
0: awesome awesome and i like that that accountability kind of came into play and that's when you're like okay now I am a because i have deadlines and things i need to consider and handle and take care of so i applaud you for that now dominique are you an independent author self published or do you have traditional publishing
1: i'm what you call an indie an mm-hmm. indie author um i self publish everything is done by me a promotion, and then etc. Everything is outsourced and done independently by me. Okay, and why did you choose that world? It always goes back for me to time and time management and being your own boss. Okay. So, if I chose to traditionally publish, I may have a larger platform, but I'm working for someone else. Mm-hmm. And my creative control rights are somewhat taken away from me. And I still have the answer to someone else. So I I chose just to be independent
0: so I can become my own boss. I understand. You know, I've got it, gotten a variety of answers to that. But one that seems to ring true with many of the authors that I do speak with is being able to have control of your work and being your own boss. So I certainly can see how that can, can help. As an mm-hmm. indie author, what's been your experience thus far? It's been a...
1: A learning experience, first and foremost. Um, I'm trusting the process. I learn things every day. And as I learn, I write down things because I want to be able to help other people that's going through the same thing I'm going through as far as Mm self-publishing. It's a very large community of self-publishing, but there's not enough resources out there to help us get the right type of help. There's a lot of price gouging and things of that nature. But if you get the right mentor and the right people around you, it's definitely possible.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, um, tell us about the book you're currently promoting. What's the name of it, and how'd you come up with that name?
1: The book I'm currently promoting is called You Say Killer, I Say Daddy, A Ten-Year-Old Perception of Abandonment and Self-Discovery. Um, actually, the book originally, the title was called Black Girl Perception, mm. right? And I think I chose that title because I was hiding behind the things that I was going to say. So the word "perception" kind of disguises anything, not as true or false, because it's my perception.
0: Right.
1: So, um, but but so I, I I kept that name, made my LLC, which is my publishing company, and then I got a mentor, Sean T. Blancher. Okay. Um, he mentors a lot of people. He's also from Detroit. He <coughs> had a bestseller. And we talked and he t- I
0: told him a little bit about the book and he came up, with well, you say killer, I say daddy, I got the snap in my fingers and it's been that ever since. Okay, I like it because it I like I I like the name that you have for, you know, black girl perception, but you say killer, I say daddy. That immediately caught my attention when I saw it on King Benjamin's page. I'm like, I would love to read that um perspective. And I don't know if I would have had that same reaction with the other name, but this one here definitely caught my attention. I, I, your, your mentor told you, told you, right. At least in, in, for my, for my, uh, perspective, <laughs> I, I think that that was a good change.
1: I, I definitely agree with him. As soon as he said it it, it, it summed up the whole book. And after I wrote it, I was like,
0: that's definitely what the title should be. Mm-hmm. That's the, you know, after writing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I mean the title kind of helps us understand, but please, what inspired you to write this book, and you know, how did you come up with the idea?
1: Um, I was in a place where I needed to figure out why I was here. Right? I was. I started writing a couple of years ago, and I was in a marriage that I need to get out of. Um, writing always been therapy for me, but I had to figure out the source of the problem. I had to diagnose myself somewhat give myself therapy. So when I started writing, I came up with the day that all the trauma occurred in my life, which was the day that my dad murdered a close friend of his. So the writing began from, from that day on, and I just started recalling different events in my
0: life that happened prior to you know, this present time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I definitely already know that the experiences listed in this book were based on your life experience and those people, um, you know, your family members and friends that you mentioned in the book. Was that hard for you?
1: You know, it was it was very hard for me to go back to that place because growing up we were taught to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. So um when I started writing, this was one of the first times our family, even my siblings discussed anything. That
0: happened
1: to us, and that was over fifteen years ago. Wow! So I had to relive
0: each event each time I, I wrote a scene in a book. Yeah, so it was hard. I, I I can only only imagine. Now, I know that is hard to relive those events. But what was the hardest part for writing the book?
1: The hardest part for writing the book was um, making my adult self transform into a 10 year old my 10 year old's perception mm-hmm. i had to morph into that 10 year old child again mm-hmm. so that was the hardest
0: part okay yeah i can see that and um what would be the easiest part of writing the book
1: the easiest part of writing the book i think is is that now? That's the hardest question. The easiest part writing a book. The easiest part writing a book is, um, hmm. I can it's no easy part of writing this book. I would say reading a book, but it's, it's even it's harder to read than it is to write once you reflect on everything that's happened. Um especially when you write nonfiction. I think if you write fiction, the easiest part of writing fiction is you can just explore and let your mind wonder. But when you write nonfiction, everything is straight to the point. Everything is a matter of fact. You can't embellish it's a true story. So unless it's happy story is no easy part.
0: Mm -hmm. Don't find a book that's non fiction with a lot of trauma. And especially considering the title, you and you can't even fathom, like, there would be a you know, an easy or a happy or anything associated with that based on the title, and especially considering the age you were when all this began. But, um, no, I was just stating that based on the title of the book, you would, wouldn't expect it to be an easy or a happy or anything associated with it, but definitely a cleansing in the very least it it definitely was cleansing it Mm -hmm. put my life in so much perspective that after i wrote
1: this book or even during um writing this book it was like putting a mirror right in front of me Mm -hmm. it was like i knew how i got there i knew how i had to get away from the situation and i knew how i had to move forward to help other people it was a complete mirror
0: absolutely and even within when i read the book and to know that, okay, my life is no, my childhood was nowhere near being the same as yours, but to listen to the words you were thinking at that age helps me understand if someone else that I could reach out and help the things that for you didn't help that people thought they were helping, especially not discussing, not talking and you know, the veil that you had to put on the, the, you know, the the strength you had to display is so much to put on a child. And often I think that we forget, well, it's some adult stuff that needs to be handled and we'll push either push the child away or say, it's not for your it's not your concern. But right. when you grow up so fast, it becomes your concern. It
1: does. Because you can't, you'll be surprised what your kids already know you're going through, whether they know, even the smallest thing, they know that you have to work and take care of the bills, they know that you have to buy, they know the struggles that you already have and without you saying anything, and something dramatic as, as as dramatic as a murder or or any type of trauma, a child knows way more than what you think, so it's just better to talk to them about it, and even let them write about it, like, it has to get out.
0: Yes, absolutely. And and it helps me personally. That's why I took this perspective to heart because of what I know my children have to see with me in the condition that I have where they know, especially my son, who's only four, he'll come up to me and sit right by me, right next to me because he knows something's not right. And I, I'll say, I'm okay. But he's like, no, you need to rest, mommy. I'm going to take care of you. And while I don't want him to grow up and lose that innocence so fast, I'm happy that he has the eye to notice it, that he's not just oblivious to what's happening so that if there's someone else that he's around and he sees, okay, they need help, he knows to get them that help.
1: Right. I think it's our and I think it's our nature to wanna help, to wanna help um, even as young as, like you said, your son four years old and I was as young as 10, but I was the eldest. I had a natural ability to want to help my mother, my father, my siblings, and everyone around me. But from the adult perspective, I'm just being a big sister. I'm just being a child. But the worry of the world is still on kids' shoulder if you don't talk about it and, and work through the struggles that they have and you have. You guys share the same household. There's no way that you shouldn't discuss certain things.
0: Yes, yes. I definitely agree with you on that one. Now, is there a message in your novel that you would like your readers to get?
1: My main message is is I want people to be able to relate. Like, one out of five um, people have parents that's been incarcerated. Um, Almost over half African-Americans have had a mother or father incarcerated at some point in their life. So a lot of people can relate to this story. However, the child, the children is almost always overlooked in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I want people to know that they have a voice, um, explain to them what's going on, and we have to get rid of the old saying, as kids should be seen and not heard, and do as I say, not as I do type of thing. We have to be strong mentors for our children, because what we do to our children as they're growing up, it scars them into their adulthood, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. I was in a situation that I probably would have never been in if this event had never taken place or if it was handled differently. We value ourselves differently when we carry baggage from our past. So I just want people to know that through writing, you can heal and through reading
0: and and listening to different perspectives, there's healing in opening your perception. Absolutely. Now you spoke of the child. Can you tell me more about what you do to advocate for children?
1: just started a nonprofit called Break Our Chains. And what this organization does is support kids or children with incarcerated parents. Um, as we know the world is shut down. But when it opens back up, I would like, and this is my mission, is to get 20 children to and for to and from the prisons to visit their parents because that was the number one struggle that we had growing up. Um, as everybody know, or maybe you don't, my my dad has been locked up for twenty years now. So the 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 number twenty is very significant to me because for twenty years I have been without them, and I want to keep. I want to have twenty kids
0: go to and from
1: the prisons at all times so they can keep that line of communication and that bond open.
0: Absolutely, because it, because regardless of what happened, that mother or that father is still a mother or father, and they. And that child still needs to have that bond. Mm
1: -hmm. And I
0: think that is an amazing um, desire and passion that you have. And if there are ways for us to help, let us know so that we can can help facilitate that goal of yours to happen. Definitely, thank you. Absolutely, you're welcome. Now, if you had to do it all over again, is there anything that you would change about your book? Um. Hmm.
1: I think I, I, w- I wouldn't change anything about the book. I, I know Um. from researching different writers, they say they get better with each, by each book that they write. So um. later on down the line, you ask me this, I'll probably say I hate the book. I don't like it at all. But moving forward, I think the most important thing for indie author is to create a platform because the platform on Instagram and Facebook is not large enough when you're not quote-unquote celebrity status. Mm-hmm. So once your family and friends buy the book, boom, the book is dying. You work two years, three years or however long it takes to create a book and then that's it. People read it, they move on, and then they wait for the next book. But this is taking a very long, you know, it's taking a lot of dedication to people mm-hmm. to, um, go and take notes and
0: enjoy the process awesome now i because i read it via ebook and i i prefer actual paperback and i didn't see it listed on amazon is it not listed on amazon or did i just overlook it how how are you able to get an actual paperback no it's
1: not listed on amazon okay um i choose to have my supporters go directly to my website hmm Okay. Because, you know, as we know, Amazon takes a portion of the proceeds and leaves you with a little bit of mm, nothing. So I'd rather do the ebook and a broader, the ebook is the same information. I can still get my book to millions of people, mm-hmm. but I can still keep some type of monetary gain if you go through my website.
0: Okay. I wish I would have known that because I would have rather have purchased it directly from your website. But like I said, I saw it on. Um, you know so on king benjamin's page and i'm like oh awesome i want i definitely want to grab this and i wish i would have known that i could have had the paperback through that site but no worries i'll i'll fix that <laughs> Thank you. now um it, i think i know the answer to this question but i don't know how many books have you written
1: i have only written completed this book i actually write three books at the same time while writing this book Mm-hmm. and i had to focus on getting this book done but mm-hmm.
0: this is the only book that's published right now okay well uh, but you still have the other ones in the works so we're we, we, we just waiting on those to come out too that's that's no worries there no worries there now since you're still in the process of writing are any of those actually finished and you just haven't published them yet or they're all still being written
1: they're all still being written. I have a tendency of bouncing around. Right. I'm um, in the process of putting out a workbook that I felt was a very, um, it, was, it was a need, a workbook for healing. So mm-hmm. the book will be a workbook with references from You Say Killer, I Say Daddy, and mm-hmm. then it will be writing assignments to help people write and have therapy at the same time. And also, if you want to put author of your name, the information
0: to help you with that as well wow that's really i like that that's a nice one there very i like that so out of all of those like would you have a favorite between the ones that you're writing the one that's currently published do you have a favorite you know um i think this book could always
1: be my baby because it's actually true life events but mm-hmm. i have more fun writing fiction because my mind can explore and i can be more creative and it, i don't even know where the characters are going you know so yeah. i have more fun um writing my fiction books I, okay.
0: I, I, I can see that it's uh you have to like you said, it it was like a mirror in front of your face when you're writing what is true what actually happened so i can see that the fun coming out of it, depending on the situation, of course, but definitely in your case, it it was a, you know, introspective time to write in that, in that manner. Now, um, when do you plan on releasing these other books? Especially the workbook. I think that's awesome. The
1: The workbook is coming really soon. I want to say the workbook will be out before February. I okay. will already have book covers and everything lined up, but I want to make sure that I'm giving people the, the most information I can give as far as healing, as far as writing techniques, creative writing techniques, and as far as what do I do once I finish writing. Mm-hmm. So that's all going to be in the workbook. And I want, I want to help publish people from age 13 and up. This is not just an adult thing because okay. I start writing seriously at the age of 13 and then I put it to the side or whatever but I don't want that young voice to be ignored I want people as early as 13 to start publishing and become authors
0: yes because if you you know you can lose some of this authenticity because mm-hmm. we are um, we're jaded by being adults but, I would love to have that perspective strictly from those tender years and, and show the growth as you move down the course of time. I think that's Wouldn't awesome. To have. Wouldn't that be awesome? To, yes. To, to, to you
1: have followed your favorite author from the age of 13 to adulthood. Yes,
0: no different than like the, you know, all of these artists that we follow in, mu- in the music industry, um, right. in movies, to see them grow up from being little babies to the adults and the evolution that occurs. Absolutely. I think that would be amazing to see that process in a book as well.
1: Exactly. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to make that happen for them.
0: Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. Now, um, what separates you from other authors in your genre?
1: What separates me? Um, as you know, it's a lot of seriousness about with the book, but I like to take the edge off every so often. It's not about all the grit and grime and sweat and tears and crying. I want to create I want I like to create humor. Mm-hmm. I like to take Experiences and you can still find some type of humor in every bad experience I had, it was something you can just chuckle about. After you probably got through writing to your tears, you 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 could you can laugh at it, mm-hmm. and I think that's what separates me from a lot of authors. I don't take away the authenticity of these events. Yeah, bad things happen, but we know we know how to laugh at ourselves and move on, and I think that's what separates me from the rest of the authors.
0: Yes, yes, because they're you wouldn't expect to have some lighthearted moments in You Say Killer, I Say Daddy, but there definitely were some lighthearted moments, and you saw how, despite the life choices that some of the people in your life made, they were still humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, So I I, I, I like that. And you know
1: what's so crazy, because after I I wrote the book, but Like way before I even thought of the book even being an actual book, I always talked about my dad all the time, right? So, people never knew my dad was even in prison. People never knew my dad um, had gotten an accident and became paralyzed. I always talked about the good things about my father. Mm -hmm. So, when I wrote the book and after I was done, I realized I immortalized my father. Mm -hmm. So, people who have never gotten to meet him because he's been
0: locked up for the last 20 years, now they know my father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a daddy's girl. And just to hear how, like, you know, in, in, in one moment, how everything changed for you. And, you know, to, ha- to have that daddy's girl title kind of change all of a sudden is, I I think that's what brought me closer to it because no matter what, that's still your daddy, you know? Yeah. And I think we forget about that part, like, oh, well, they did this, Mm -hmm. but it's still my daddy, (laughs) you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and it's important for you to to still have that connection. And Mm -hmm. despite what happened, you wanted to remember the good that was the man that is your father.
1: Right. We all know facts. We all know things that happen in our lives, whether they be good or bad. But you can always, like, you go back to watching those ID channels and People like, well, he was a good person. He was just, it's always a light in a dark tunnel. You know what I'm saying? And especially him being my father, that's all I saw was my dad in this light. And I knew the other side. And in the book, both sides are, are seen. But I, I wanted the reader to take away their own perspective of what type of person he was. Mm-hmm. And um I want. I don't want to say sympathize, but recognize, like you said, that he is human. And people do make mistakes, but he was a good person.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. is worth reading to understand how he got to where he is. Everyone has a story to tell. And not only is his story um, captured within the pages of the of your book, but so is yours. And, and it's important to have those stories. It makes us better people. Right. Yeah, it definitely so- makes us better people. Especially
1: as as African-Americans, we have to have stories that represent us strongly and securely without, and that's another reason why I didn't traditionally publish, I want this story to be authentic to us
0: Mm -hmm. with no changes,
1: no um, cleanups, it's raw, it is what it is, this is a Black story that we all can relate to,
0: not saying that it's just
1: for us, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely by us
0: yes and and i'm glad you mentioned that because i have four different reading lists for the book club and you're on the our story reading list meaning it's for us written by us from our perspective because our perspective is often overlooked so it's important for us to hear our our own stories because mm-hmm. you'll find that you can help someone who's been through that same thing from it but you're helping them from an authentic place a genuine place versus mm-hmm stereotyping what happens no this is actually what happens I lived it I understand it and I want to help you understand how to get through that process exactly. so I, I applaud you for telling us your story that we can relate to because of, the, of us being of, you know of the same race having that same color having those same experience life experiences regardless of if I I had I didn't have that same experience but I can relate because I'm a black person and I understand that our stories are far different from anyone else's. Exactly, exactly. All right. Now, um, do you have any advice for other writers? My best
1: advice for anybody who's not published yet is just to keep writing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hear so many times that people say, I started writing, but then I stopped. Mm -hmm. Um, Your story needs to be heard. If you feel like it was worth writing, it's worth reading. And I feel like you need to just keep going. And you need to have a routine for yourself. Every writer has a certain time where they feel inspired. For me, it's when the sun go down after 6 o'clock. I don't know why. Find a time that is best for you. Write and don't stop. And even if it don't make sense, it's like a puzzle. You start a piece of the puzzle, and at the end, you put them all together. And you yeah. may you may not even use all the pieces to the puzzle. But at the end of the day, if you keep writing, you'll have a story that somebody can relate to.
0: Yes, and it's funny because I'm usually on my husband because he has written a book, but he hasn't published it yet, but I started writing two other books that I kind of just stopped um, during 2020 because life had got kind of crazy, but it just reminds me to just keep going. The story may evolve. It may change from what my original um, vision was, but don't stop. Don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop. Okay. Okay. Well, we dealt with the heavy part. Tell me, what is the your favorite book of all time? The color purple. <laughs> you had an answer just like right away. I have some people give me such a like. Oh, I don't know. I thought about it. I couldn't. I love it. You know, I I just, I read The Color Purple as an adult recently. Like, um, it may have been last year or the year before. It's probably the year before, and. I loved it, it's so much within those pages, it's so much, I, okay, I can rock with you on that one, mm-hmm. <laughs> the color purple the, 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 yes, Alice Walker did her thing in that one, now tell me, because my book club is all about what spoke to your soul, after reading that book, what spoke to your soul?
1: Um, the Color Purple is about women. And about their different experiences and being uplifted at different times in their life and being abused. It's all about empowering Black women And yes. different scenarios, different characters. And I always, always gravitated towards The Color Purple. Color Purple been my favorite movie. And as you know, I'm not even that old to relate to that movie like that. But <laughs> I remember being six years old wanting to watch The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when I got old enough to read it,
0: I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, I, I, I'm, I sometimes go back and forth. Like, man, I wish I would have read it much earlier in my life, but it wasn't time for me to read it yet, and I don't think I would have grasped what I did, um, where I am now. So, I let the books fall into my lap at the time that they should, and, mm. and I'm just happy that I was I was ready. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Absolutely. happy you're already. Now, um, what are you currently reading?
1: I'm currently, I like to bounce around. So I, I listen to audiobooks. So right now I'm reading a book about um, authors okay. and, and things like that. I'm also reading a book. So I actually got a process. I started reading this book called Educated because I'm a nonfiction uh, okay. reader. I'm reading Educated right now start reading um
0: 50 cents book a little bit i kind of dip and down okay i can yeah. I, I can see bouncing around now i've i've i have uh is it was it tara westover that's her name of educated okay yeah yeah, yeah she's been on my list but i just haven't got around to it yet like i don't know is it's not my time yet (laughs) but she's definitely on the list and i've heard good things about 50 cents book though
1: yeah i definitely dive into each one of the books but like i said i'll be so busy that i'll get into the book and then i'll start and i'll read another book Mm -hmm. but i another thing if i'm not reading nonfiction, i'm reading spiritual books so i I listen to audio books as far as um spiritual um advice eckhart tolle is one of my biggest um
0: Spiritual mentors, and I listen to him audio all the time. Okay, I recently read um "The Power of Now." Um, mm, that's that's exactly really what, I... what helped me get back into reading in 2020. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I got it together. Thank you. I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah. was an amazing book. Absolutely amazing book. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, now, Dominique, is there anything else that you need to tell us for your current readers, your future readers? The floor is yours.
1: Okay. For my current readers, I just want people to understand how important it is that we get the feedback, not just on Facebook or Instagram, but on platforms where the world can recognize us as a good writer. It's hard enough being self-published, but it's even harder when you know people support and like your material, but they're not leaving the reviews. No one knows how good my book is unless you guys tell them. So... Um, The platforms that I wish people would leave a review on, Amazon, um, Goodreads, or even Google. Those three things, you can go to Google, type the book in, it'll say leave a review, and you can leave a review. Um, Goodreads, you create a profile. If you're an avid reader, that's a good way to get um, books. You type in the book, and my book will pop up, and you can leave a review. However, that's one of the most important things and word of mouth, you know, but definitely leave a review.
0: Well, I will be sure to leave a review. I I, I typically, I don't know, it's anywhere between a week after, maybe two weeks after before I'm actually mentally ready to leave my review because I have to... I don't do the typical, oh, I liked it because of this or I liked it because of that, or it was horrible. I don't do that. My review is to say, okay, this is what they give you. And these are the, the issues that they contend with within this story, but I'm gonna tell you what spoke to myself and what I, got, what I gained from it. So that's why it takes me a little longer to write my reviews. But since I started the book club, I've made a conscious effort to leave a review for every author that I read. Now I do the Amazon, the Goodreads, and of course on all my platforms. But the one I w- haven't even heard any other author mention is the Google. So I'm going to have to add that, add that to my list. Google. And, um, I think it's is it
1: um another one that people don't mention often is book is it
0: Bookbug? Book is that be- yeah? I haven't really investigated that a lot, but I have. I've been hearing it, so maybe I need to check that out too. Bookbug. Yeah. Book
1: a large community of readers and not only is it a large community of readers when you set up your profile they'll email you books from your genre that you like so that you get later on reading
0: too nice 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 I'll have to add that as well make sure we uh know about that one but Dominique I love I would like to thank you for you know taking the opportunity to speak with us this evening um your book is amazing I thank you for giving us such an intimate look into the life of a 10 year old in her perception of, you know, what you did. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing retelling. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I read it in one day. Um, so it's a lot to digest, but I thank you for letting us see it. It is definitely needed. I thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for having me and I appreciate your feedback and reaching out to me. Thank you.
0: Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Now, the very last thing I always give you opportunity, please tell us how do we stay up to date with Dominique Davis?
1: You can stay up to date with visiting my website at www.blackgirlperception.com and subscribe. Um, I'm constantly on Facebook, Dominique Davis, and my Instagram, black underscore girl perception. And I have a link tree in both bios so you can connect with me at any time also um people who want to become a writer